Hello, everybody. I'm John Locke, and I'd like to welcome you to the LockingYourSuccess.com Trading Performance Podcast, where it's all about real traders, real problems, and real coaching. Listen up and enjoy the segment. For those serious about becoming successful, consistently profitable options traders, now is the time to build skills in technical analysis, market analysis, and applied volatility to get those results. We have multiple memberships, starting with our Go membership that teaches rules-based trading and our Pro membership that teaches more subjective trading. For more information, go to LockInYourSuccess.com slash memberships. Hello, everyone. My name is John Locke, and I'd like to welcome you to The Winning Trade, but first, the required disclaimer material. This presentation is given for educational purposes only. We're not broker dealers or financial advisors, and we're not making any specific trade recommendations. Also, please be aware that your risk in trading options is substantial. Please make sure you are aware of all your risks prior to placing any trades. Also note that the trades in this presentation are hypothetical computer simulated trades and as a result, so please be as accurately represented as possible. Keep in mind live results can vary from simulated results for many different reasons. If this is your first experience with us, my name is John Locke. I'm a trading performance, wealth, and success coach with Locke and Your Success LLC, where myself and our mentors are here to help you win in the markets and in life as well. And today, I'm here to take you into the realm of something we call high probability options trading. This is where we utilize option strategies to make money from the passage of time rather than or in addition to price movement meaning that we can often make money whether the market goes up, down, or sideways. It doesn't mean we're going to win all the time, but we have a much higher probability of winning than if we were to go purely directional with our trading. And the trading techniques I'd like to share with you today are some of the techniques that we use within our pro membership. We call this professional-style income trading. This is uh, different than some of the other examples that we do where we do stuff that's completely non-subjective. In professional style income trading, we are actually taking the context of the situation into account when we're putting on our high probability income trades. This gives us increased returns and consistency through many more types of market environments than any completely non-subjective rule-based trade might give you. It allows us to trade with flexibility and adaptability, and it allows us to deal with changing market conditions and remain consistently profitable throughout time. It also helps us make more money, fewer adjustments, making our trading much easier to manage and deal with as we go through our life. So with our trading strategies that are professional style income trading, sometimes they're heavily discretionary and sometimes they're very mildly discretionary. This is an example of something that's what we would call mildly discretionary. The trading structure that we're going to utilize today is a modified X4 version 14 trading structure. Now this trade, if you were to trade it completely non-subjectively within the normal non-subjective system rules. Our normal profit target would be 16.6% of our planned capital. Our normal exit loss trigger would be 16.6% of our planned capital. Notice there's a one-to-one -one ratio. Our anticipated return is going to be about 25%. So I like to split these up when I start doing our more subjective trading plans. I like to split these up between what's an anticipated profit like, for example, on a lot of income trades, per se, where you have a 16% profit target and a 16% exit loss trigger, a lot of times we kind of anticipate maybe about an 8% return. 
And if things go really well, we get like 16.6%. So it's kind of like this concept here. If I'm setting up a trade, I need to know what my anticipated return is. And I would expect to make in the trade setup that we're going to show you about 25% of our planned capital or $3,750. If things went really well, you know, I might get up to 40% or $6,000, but I have a hard time seeing a situation where I'd really make out any better than that. And then we have our exit loss trigger at 10% or $1,500. Now, one of the great ways about trading with a little bit of subjectivity or a little bit of discretion and being aware of your market environment is we don't have to have this one-to-one exit loss trigger to profit target ratio. Now, a lot of times, if we're doing it completely non-subjective, since we don't know the environment we're going into, we have to allow a larger drawdown. Because if we don't allow a larger larger drawdown, what happens, and this is a dynamic of all income trades regardless of what you do, as we reduce our exit loss trigger or our stop out point, the tighter I put my stop out point, that is going to start to lower my win rate. right? Because there are going to be trades where you know, I might draw down 5%, for an example, and I'd be stopped out of, where if I allowed it to draw down 10%, it wouldn't be a problem. If I allow it to draw down 20%, I increase my win rate even more. But at some point, that comes into conflict with how much money you're making on the strategy. If I'm only making 2% and I'm letting it draw down 30%, then that's a problem because I have to win nearly 100% of the time and I'll probably still lose money on the strategy. And it's the same thing with a profit target. If I put a profit target in and I put a very low profit target in, that'll also increase my win rate because it's easier for me to hit 2% than it is to hit 50%. But if I do that, and I don't decrease my my exit loss trigger, then um, then again I, I'm going to have a very high win rate, but my long term numbers won't work out because I lose so much more than I gain. So that dynamic comes into play. If you run that to the opposite side, and you know I have an anticipated return of 25% and only an exit loss trigger of 10%, in that case my win rate doesn't have to be as high. But this low exit loss trigger will tend to lower my win rate. However, when I take the situation into consideration, I can enter the trade with a lower exit loss trigger because I understand the market environment I'm entering, and it's less likely I'm going to draw down if I understand my market environment. And then I can also push my returns a little bit more, again, because I understand the market environment, putting us in a situation where our wins are usually about 25%, and maybe our losses are only half of that or less. And if you can make those numbers work out, you really, if you win 50% of the time, you're doing pretty good. But the really wonderful thing about this is I win more often in these types of trades, again, because I understand the market environment. So I'm more likely to win. I'm more likely to win more, and I can do it with less risk. That combination takes our trading that makes, I don't know, 20% a year or something and turns it into something just fantastic where we where you can easily triple that number if you do this effectively. So let's take a look at the trading strategy and we will go from there. Before we do though, please remember to like and share our videos and make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. It helps us continue to bring this wonderful content to you. Okay, here we are. This is our Option Net Explorer software. If you want to see a regular version of the X4 version 14, simply go to thewinningtrade.com, that's thewinningtrade.com, and check out our past winning trades, and you'll see episodes of the 
X4 version 14, and you can see an example of the way this is traded in a completely non-subjective manner. And you can kind of compare it to this. Normally, an X4 version 14 is entered with a 60-point lower wing and a 50-point upper wing. We make sure we're within a certain amount of delta guidelines, and then we let it go. This one here, is, we decided to shorten the wingspan. So we are trading a 50-40 broken wing butterfly. There are multiple advantages to that. You have lower capital going in, you have less price movement sensitivity, and typically you can get a better ratio of upside risk to downside risk if you're a little bit more bullish in the marketplace or you're not concerned or if you're more concerned about the market going up than down. Okay, so there's a lot of advantages to that. This here is we're entering it this way intentionally. We have a good grasp on technical situation. And if you understand broken wing butterflies, like in our broken wing butterfly master course, talks to you about all the di different types of dynamics of broken wing butterflies. If you understand those dynamics, then you understand when you might want to go with a little bit more narrow or a little bit uh, wider wingspan on these trades. I chose a more narrow one. From here, we have our standard guidelines for an X4 version 14. So a standard X4 version 14 goes like this to the downside. We exceed our short strikes of 4,300. We roll back. We go negative one delta to the upside. We adjust to the upside and we adjust to the upside by taking these long strikes and making our wings shorter on both sides. So that's a, a typical X4 version 14. Also a typical X4 version 14 is started 77 days to expiration. This is started 57 days to expiration. So those are some differences on entry. From here, we're going to maybe bias our adjustments a little bit through allowing these to go maybe a little bit more positive delta if we're bullish in the underlying, maybe allowing it to a little bit more negative delta if we're bearish in the underlying, and possibly bringing in some different types of trades and different types of techniques as we move along, depending on what happens as the trade unfolds to keep us in a very good profit to loss risk reward type of a situation. So here you notice we have less than $10,000 in it. We're allowing 15. Let's move forward. Let's see what this looks like. So if I go to my first adjustment, so it's September 21st, 2023. Uh, asset price is 4336. We are 57 days to expiration. Pretty much within five days, what happens is the market comes down a lot. This is actually against my expectations. We were a little bit more bullish in this trade, thinking the market was probably going to go up. And that's the wonderful thing about having or combining a high probability trading strategy with, with some subjectivity is that you can be very wrong. A lot of times you can be completely wrong and you can still make out okay and do extremely well. And then when you're right, it's just it's just wonderful to make returns for insane, which is why I love this type of trading so much. But here, if I was trading a standard V14, I would roll back. And I'm going to roll back. I'm going to make that adjustment because the reality is that there's no reason for me to be super bullish here in the marketplace. So I'm just going to go and kind of default to the normal trade rules. And I'm going to do a rollback. And if I roll back a V14, what I do is I go back to entry position. So I'm at 42.67. That would put my long strikes usually at 42.70. I decide to go to 42.60. Again, there's reasons for doing this that we explain in the Broken Wing Butterfly Masterclass. But 
I go a little bit further behind the market than normal. I go back into my one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five, six. Notice I opened my butterfly up a little bit. So I rolled back and I went into a bigger position when I re-entered the marketplace. This helps us take advantage of implied volatility dropping in the marketplace. So that's what we're going for. When you get skilled, not only do you play direction a little bit, you also play implied volatility a little bit. And by doing this here, I'm allowing myself a little bit bigger position to take a little bit better advantage of implied volatility. I have no further upside risk should we turn around because I am slightly bullish here. And the downside also isn't that bad. My stop out point isn't until all the way down here at like 4150-ish, assuming it goes there right away and I can't do anything with it. Let me just go to next adjustment. It's Friday, October 6th. What ended up happening here is the market reversed. It came down here, it reversed, it took off to the upside. You see we recovered our profits and losses. This is a trade that's actually not going very well. That down move was a bit of a surprise to us from a technical standpoint, and now it's reversing really hard to the upside. Again, the bigger position helped allow us to recover maybe a little bit faster, but now we're taking off to the upside. Now, the standard X4 version 14, this size has a delta where if you go minus one delta that you make an upside adjustment, and that upside adjustment would look like this, basically going back into a 50-40 wing. However, if I, number one, I didn't hit a normal adjustment trigger, but I'm bullish, but I don't want to overdo it either. So what we're doing here is instead of making a whole adjustment, we're making a half of an adjustment. And we're doing five contracts. And we just do this in a regular little condor order. And that looks something like this. And now we're slightly positive delta and our downside risk really doesn't change at all. So let's clear that out. Let's show that trade. And then, so it's the asset price is now 43.18. For those of you who are looking at what's going on here, this is a pretty heavy whipsaw. We, you know, entered back here and got hammered down pretty hard, and you know now the market's really taking off to the upside. So from here, uh, let's just go to next adjustment. So it's Friday the sixth. We go a couple more days up, and the market continues up. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to adjust that condor in again. And now that full adjustment has happened. Again, we're not at an adjustment point yet. I just wanted to give it some time. I didn't trust the move. Now that the move has continued through, now we're making the upside adjustment technically. And this is what our position looks like. We're essentially at break even here. Things didn't work out the way we wanted them to. And that happens sometimes. Let's continue to move here. I'm just going to go to next adjustment. So the market continues to climb. It is October 11th on Wednesday. And this is what we look like here. There are multiple ways to deal with this. We have our standard X4 version 14 or X4 version 17 adjustment, which is just to roll this up and take on downside risk, raise the expiration line per se, in the, in the context, if the market comes back down to zero then or did back down into here, that can be problematic. And then we have a choice where we could put risk on the upside, such as this, where we throw in 
some bearish verticals. That's your choice as a trader. And one of the things that you should be thinking about, like, you know, if you have a non-subjective strategy, it takes on risk at one side or the other or both. You try to, you know, increase the returns of the trade or something like that. And you need to decide which side is best to put it on or which, well, whether it should be put on at all, because in some market environments, you wouldn't want to put on any extra risk and you want to leave it exactly the way that it is. In other environments, you might want to take on risk to the downside. In other environments, you want to, might want to take on risk to the upside. And this is the benefits, again, within our pro membership as we talk about where you should be taking your risk on on this type of trades based on the technical situation and so forth. And what's happening in the technical situation is we've become, we've had a very fast move into a resistance zone. So we're overextended into a resistance zone. The asset is very likely to back off. So I don't really want to be taking on risk to the downside. Uh, and then when when I take on risk to the upside, notice where I'm taking it. I'm taking it all the way up at 45.50. Now I have a method that we talk about in our market outlook where we can gauge the potential up move of the marketplace. And if I get to the point where I'm in something like this and the market's been up a lot and the potential of it reaching a certain level is like almost nothing in the time frame I have left in the trade. I have 37 days. The chances of it coming up here in 37 days are, are virtually zero. And I have a probability of a pullback. That's when I want to do these bearish verticals. I never want to, I never want to do this type of an adjustment when we're near the bottom of the range, when the market has a lot of potential to go up because I'm going to get blown up to the outside, to the upside. But if I understand what's going on in the marketplace, then this is a very safe and a very good adjustment to make. And that's what we have here. Okay, so from here, and the market does pull back some, let me go to next, well, actually here's the next adjustment right here. So it's uh, October 16th, the market pulls back a little bit and then starts to take off, off again. What I'm doing is I'm making this broken wing butterfly smaller. I'm, I'm adjusting up the broken wing butterfly here to help offset some of the upside risk here. So I'm basically going here. And you can see I'm giving this a little bit of a boost and I'm taking off risk on both sides. So minor adjustment there. Again, this is not delta related. It's rather an understanding of price direction and what's more probable and less probable and making a reasonable ad adaptation for that in a low risk way that's not a bad thing if, if you happen to be wrong. Let me just go to next adjustment here. So what happens is some time's gone by. It's now November 2nd. We're now 15 days to expiration. You can see the pricing has been kind of crazy, right? We entered, we got hit to the downside, we got hit to the upside, and then we had this really big down move. We came all the way down to here. Let's check out this day here, which is the October 27th which was the bottom. I like to see the extremes. As you can see here, what had happened is the market came down all the way down into here. It even exceeded the backside of our butterfly, but I wasn't that concerned here for a couple of reasons, right? Again, it has to do with understanding the technical situation. We got this breakdown in the market. We have a 
price pattern here. We have a price pattern target. We have major support levels down here. Uh, chances are the market's going to bounce. I don't want to overreact and take away all my downside risk because then that kills my upside. If I'm still to the point here where I believe the market is going to likely go higher and I'm not taking on too much risk, I mean, look, even with like a 50-point move where you lose like $2,500, that would be beyond our exit loss trigger that I had in place where it tells me I'm wrong. At the same time, $2,500 is a very reasonable loss on a on a position I think I'm going to make $3,700 on. So that allows me to stay in, right? Even though I've been wrong a lot of time, that allows me to stay in. Of course, that was the, uh, that was the bottom of the market here for the week. So that did not turn out to be an issue. We started to get our reversal here. And if we go into back to our next adjustment, this is where we are. Now we are up in a good place, and I make another adjustment. And my other adjustment is, again, to make this broken wing butterfly smaller. One of the reasons I was able to withstand that big down move is because I made my broken wing butterfly smaller with my up adjustment. And I was wrong with the up adjustment, as you know. It never put me in a situation where I was going to take this catastrophic loss that was going to be a problem. So we do the same thing here. We make the up adjustment at the same time. We make the down adjustment. That gives us into a position like this, and now I have less risk in the position. And this is my new position going forward. This is how the trade reacts over the following days. This is last Monday, November 6th. We are pretty much maxed out on the amount of capital that we have here, or the amount of potential return on the trade. And if we go to Tuesday, This is what we look like. And then if we go to Wednesday, this would be our positioning. Now, on this trade live, what I'm doing is I'm expiring the trade. For me personally, there's no reason to exit this trade. We've already decided that the 50, the 45 50s have almost zero probability of getting hit to the upside with a price move. That really hasn't changed as of this point. There's really no problem to the downside either. We are going to have to break some technical points to have a problem with the downside. Plus, if it drifts down here, I might actually make more money. So really, there's absolutely no reason to exit this trade. But for the purposes of the example, I did trigger or I did put an exit in here. And I closed this trade this day. If you look at this today, it's up a little bit more money. And we're running you know, right about right around here for a price. But again, for the purpose of the example, we are going to exit it. And we're going to close this out for a return of $3,280 on our planned capital of $15,000. A little bit less than we expected, but still a fantastic return of 21.87% of our planned capital. And I believe we only had about $10,000 capital in the trade total, which would make about a 32% return on our actual capital in the position of only about $10,000. And that is our example of the modified pro version of the X4 version 14, this episode's winning trade. If you like what you see, I encourage you to subscribe to our YouTube channel today and also like and comment on our videos. 
Not only do we love helping you, but it also helps us continue to bring this great content to you. We invite you also to come on over to LockInYourSuccess.com. That's L-O-C-K-E in your success.com and discover how you too can follow along with the X4 version 14 non-subjective version, as well as 11 other fantastic non-subjective trading strategies as they unfold during our weekly options training for income webinars that we hold with our Go members. And then if you want to become a better trader, and start to realize better returns and more consistent returns, higher returns, easier trades, we invite you to come on over and check out our pro membership where we can teach you to master more subjective, more powerful income trading styles. Also, make sure you check out thewinningtrade.com. That's at thewinningtrade.com, where you can explore past episodes of The Winning Trade and also find free bonus material. And while you're there, make sure you check out our free trading performance podcast where you can learn to skyrocket your trading regardless of the type of trading you do. If you have any questions, comments, or anything else you'd like to see on the next winning trade, please post that in the comments on this video. I answer comments and questions personally. Thank you for joining me. I look forward to seeing you on the next winning trade. And that is what I have for you today. If you have any questions or comments or anything else you'd like to see on the next Trading Performance Podcast, please list that in the comments and I'll personally answer your questions and comments for you. Also, I'd love to encourage you to come on over to LockingYourSuccess.com. That's L-O-C-K-E in your success.com and check out our Trading Performance and Pro Memberships where you can find the tools you need to become a much more effective trader regardless of the type of trading you do. Thank you for joining me. I look forward to seeing you on the next Trading Performance Podcast.